You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Game 162 between the Rockies and Dodgers at Coors Field. Charlie Blackman looking to lock down the National League batting title, facing a Dodgers team looking for win number 104 on the year. Pick it up in the first, Cody Bellinger at the dish. Freeland, the 2-2, hit pretty well to center field. Blackman going back, still going back, still going back, lost it in the sun. And it bounces on the warning track and over the fence for a ground rule double. Seeger will score. Charlie was there, he just couldn't find the baseball. Good battle continues, 3-2 pitch again to Blackman. And he lines that into right field, it's a base hit. What an at bat for Charlie. Left on left again, working the count to Foe and ripping one into rights. That's been his season right there. The 1-0 is hit off the end of the bat, backhanded by Amarista, goes to second and not in time. Ryan McMahon beaten to the bag by Chris Taylor and a run scores. And Ryan, I don't want to say he was late because Taylor really runs well, but it almost looked like he was surprised the 0-2. And a high fastball is ripped to right field. That's gonna score one. Throw was offline, but they're holding Rondal at third, and the two walks are cashed in on an RBI double by Jock Peterson. The pitch, and that's a ground ball up the middle. That's going to find right center field, a base hit. Over to third base, we'll get to Barnes. Ball is tossed in, but Peterson will get to second. Now he's trying to score, and the throw home is not in time. Barnes saw the ball going to second, and he just kept running. He scores on a double by Peterson. It's 6-1 Dodgers. Jack Peterson with a pair of RBI doubles today. I think he's trying to send a message to Dave Roberts. Hey, put me on the postseason roster. Dodgers take it 6-3. They're the first team since the 04 Cardinals to win at least 104 games in the regular season. Meanwhile, National League Rookie of the Year frontrunner Cody Bellinger drove in another run. He finished the season with 97 RBIs. Charlie Blackman went one for two on Sunday. He finished the 2017 regular season with a 331 average. That's good enough to win the National League batting title. Here's Blackman talking about his game and his season. You know, today was uh, really fun. Uh, today's one of those days where you, you get to come out, you get to play baseball, you enjoy the game, um, and you'd be thankful that you have at least one more day to, to be with your teammates. Hey, Charlie, uh, your team leads the National League in OPS in September. I know you guys have hit well this season, especially early. Do you think, do you think maybe that this is the best the offense has been? Maybe all season? I think we have been really good, um, and I like that stat. That's a big stat, I think. Uh, I didn't realize we were leading in OPS, but that's that's where we want to be. You know, I think uh, especially with the wild card situation, uh, I think the most important thing is, is to play well at the right times. We have the opportunity to do that. Special moment here with them toasting you. Really cool. Um, I'm, I'm not a big uh, uh, stand up in front of everybody kind of kind of guy, but uh, anytime you can get 
such a collection of great men to 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 pause and take a moment. Um, it, it's really special. The fact special that the fans though today. Oh, really, them. really cool to, to be at home for the last two series to clinch at home uh, to finish the season here today at home uh, was was just awesome. I mean, it's something I'll, I'll remember for. The, How much fun do you just take in the season as a whole, considering all the work that you've put in and the nitty gritty grind and whatnot, just to go out on, on top of that? I, I think that's, you know, that's kind of the reason I try and stay on an even keel. You know, the ups and downs because it's such a long season, and and you know, until the last out is recorded, I, I think you gotta got to try and stay focused and so now it's kind of nice to, to sit back and, and relax and and uh, you know know that we've turned in a good season um, but then again you know there, there's more baseball to play. As individual as a batting title can be the fact that you know you guys had to fight to the end to get into the playoffs so that does that make it a little bit more special that you know you had to hit have come up some with some hits at important times. Absolutely you know you look over we played 162 games this year we were the second wild card. You know, we didn't get in by much, and uh, but that's all it takes. You know, we got we got the opportunity, and uh, it makes you realize, um, you know, that one pitch or that one swing or that one play really could be the difference in, in making the playoffs or not making the playoffs. And uh, so, I, you know, I'm happy to celebrate with the guys that, that we did make the playoffs. Is there something special about this collection of guys that you haven't experienced on a team before? I think so. I mean, I think this is just a special group. Um, even in spring training, you know, it's easy to say that every year, but uh, I, I felt like this year has been a little different. I felt like uh, when Nolan hit that walk off against the Giants, I, I, I really sensed that. And I don't get this a lot. You know, I play a lot of baseball. And, uh, you know, I got some chill bumps when that happened, and I just felt like this year was special. What are you guys thinking about going forward? Game uh, for the wild card game. Uh, I'm very confident. Uh, our team is a good team. Um, we know our opponents well. Uh, I think we're uh, in, in, we're in good position to, to play that game. Here's Rocky skipper Bud Black after Sunday's loss. A tremendous year for sure. Uh, you know, it's quite a you know achievement to you know to lead the league in hitting. And you know, I think Charlie, uh, you know, put a stamp on that. Uh, you know, early on and. And just kept going. I mean, probably has been as consistent uh, as any batting champ that I can remember. I mean, from from start to finish. Uh, you know, I you know I can't remember. You know, too many stretches where Charlie didn't get a hit. I think there was you know one just sort of recently, right? There was a there was a little bit of a a gap there, but it was a small one. Uh, can't say enough about the year Charlie had. Well, uh, Ed, I mean, that's a. I think there's a there's a number of things that you know. I think uh, you know every player, every pitcher uh, needs to improve on. Uh, you know, without going into you know a, a long dissertation, you know, on 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 the pitching side, uh, I'll say that first of all, this was a you know a great a, a great growth year for Kyle. Uh, you know, to to make this team out of spring training, to to throw the ball like he did in the spring. And then start the season in our rotation, and you know, be in it for most of the year. You know, based on based on performance. Uh, you know, we saw, 
you know, a few changes in the delivery uh, as you move forward uh, <clears throat> to, you know, to answer specifically your thoughts on what he needs to do. Uh, you know, I think, you know, every pitcher, you know, there's always the challenge of, you know, commanding the fastball, uh, hitting spots with your fastball because it's the pitch that you're going to throw the most. Uh, you know, the change of speeds component for Kyle, I think, will become important for him. Uh, I think he showed that uh, durability-wise, he's in a good spot. You know, we held up. Uh, you know, really proud of, you know, how he pitched. And, I, I, you know, I think that, uh, you know, there was a run there with, you know, Sensatella and, and Kyle and Marquez uh, and Hoffman that, you know, through like May and June, we really needed these guys. And these guys stepped up. So uh, really proud of that young group. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, I, I was telling uh, Drew Goodman on uh, AT&T after the game that, uh, you know, the first game of the year, that Friday afternoon, which is a tradition here in Denver, our opening game, what a great crowd that was. And I think the crowds here this weekend were also very special. And I think in between, you know, I saw, you know, an involvement of our fans as, you know, they realized, you know, what we had going on. And, I mean, the, the crowd was great. This is a great sports town. Uh, you know, it has uh, – a great following of, of football, basketball, and hockey and baseball. Uh, you know, they get into their teams, and I think, you know, this team here uh, was one that they could, you know, be proud of. And they and they and they showed up, man. I, you know, I love, you know, when when I leave the park and come to the park, different license plates from the you know surrounding areas, which is great. You know, they're loud. Uh, you know, when it gets, you know, when it gets exciting, and they can they can pull the guys through, which is awesome. So I. Can't say enough about the fans. They've been really, really good this year. We play. Uh, we do this. This is what we do, Nick. You know, very, very. Uh, uh, not very often do we take. You know, I think mental breaks. We're always thinking, regardless of you know if we're you know if we have an off day. So. Uh, you know, collectively, we've, we've, we've already spoken about, you know, rosters and, and these types of things. And there could be two different rosters, obviously, for Wednesday and, uh, and if and when we advance. So, uh, you know, we'll work through those. It's always, uh, there's always conversation. Well, we're going to, I think roster composition is probably the biggest thing. What do you, what do you tell your team going on to the uh, wild card game full you know, there's not much we can tell them. They're ready to play. You know, these guys are, uh, these guys are ready. I think I said this morning that you know there's no secrets here between the Diamondbacks and us. Uh, we've played them, you know, obviously 19 times this season. Uh, they know us. We know them. Uh, it's going to come down to you know who plays the better game. You know who pitches well, uh, who gets key hits, who makes a play. Uh, should be a, should be a really good game. Yeah. Two, two last night, four tonight. You know, a little bit better. Yeah, I thought I thought the couple of the at bats today, Thomas, were uh, were better. Are you, and tomorrow the travel day for you, correct? Yes, tomorrow late afternoon. Do you guys, the players, get the day off pretty much? Or yep. Have a no, they'll. I mean, if they'll, if there's some guys that want to get in the cage, uh, there'll be that opportunity. We're not going to do anything on the field. Uh, there's a couple of pitchers who might want to throw off the mound a little bit tomorrow. Yeah, I think that blister was bothering him as, as the you know as the second inning went on. Uh, he tried to pitch through it. 
I think that was probably the reason why you saw some command issues, and probably the you know the lack of the breaking ball usage. I think that uh, that middle that middle finger was troublesome. Yeah. Well, you know, we you know, he showed well in spring training overall. We thought uh, there were some things he needed to clean up and we, you know, we talked about that, uh, you know, both physically and mentally. I think Jeff did make some growth in a, a number of areas. You know, he popped uh, you know, into our rotation to make a couple spot starts early and really performed. You know, really pitched well. You know, we brought him up, sent him back, brought him up, sent him back and he and he performed. And then we, when we brought him into rotation, uh, he pitched really well. I think there was a, a time there where he was five and zero with, you know, like a two ERA. You know, like in his first thirty-five innings or so. You can probably double check that, but really did some great work. You know, as the time that I mentioned to Ed about, you know, when all those four guys were in the rotation. So, uh, and then I think as the you know summer wore on, uh, you know, you know the lead the league made some adjustments to him. And uh, he hasn't quite adjusted back, but you know, again, I think big steps for Jeff. Uh, he can really be, uh, you know, satisfied with some of those games that he threw uh, during the course of this year. Should, you know, give him a good foundation moving into next year. Well, I think that uh, with this group, and I think I mentioned it this morning as well. It's a, you know, these. Most of our players have good heads on their shoulders, and I don't have to worry about, obviously, the focus and the, the intensity part. Uh, you know, I want them to be excited. You know, I want them to enjoy this and be, uh, you know, have that feeling in their stomach about, about this game. Uh, but also know that, you know, we'll talk about, you know, how we, how we play, and there's a, there's a looseness, but yet an intensity to it uh, that we'll talk about, you know, a little bit on Tuesday. You know, there's really not there's really not a lot to say in in these playoff type games because the guys know what's in front of them. Yep. Right. Well, you know, it's 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 you know from from my perspective or you know a coaching perspective, uh, you know you appreciate the talent and uh, you know you're very uh, you know happy very happy to have them on your side. But you know when. You know, uh, when a player is as talented as he is defensively, you know, it shows up almost every night. You know, it, it, there's not a game that goes by where something doesn't happen defensively that he shines. And and you realize that you're you're very fortunate to have that type of player. And, you know, I saw that from the other side, just in, you know, three-game series here, th- four-game series there. Uh, but every day it's a, you know, we're watching a special defense, defensive player. Both of these two teams will now look towards the 2017 postseason. The Dodgers will await the wild card winner in the NLDS. The Rockies will play in that wild card game Wednesday night in Phoenix against the Diamondbacks. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazon's 
into the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.